Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Everything Ema podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. I am your host, Joe Tillery, and it is a beautiful day to be a K-State fan. K-State absolutely destroys Oklahoma State, 48-0. to I don't know anybody in the world who thought this was going to be the final outcome. 48-0. Not just a shutout, a complete dismantling of the Oklahoma State Cowboys. I don't know how many times in recent memory that anybody can remember a top 10 team walking into another top 25 team getting blown out on the road. Absolutely murdered. Oklahoma State looked like a terrible football team. K-State puts the hammer down with a backup quarterback leading the charge. Will Howard. Will Howard, who looks like Jesus Christ himself playing football. Will Howard goes 21 of 37, 296 yards, and four touchdowns. And that ties a school record with four touchdown passes, which is a little bit weirdly underwhelming. I don't mean to say that, but four touchdown passes. I feel like somebody in the program history is thrown for five, but whatever. I don't want to talk about anything. This game was perfect. Perfect. Find me one person who bet on the Wildcats to win a shutout game. To shut out OSU. The second shutout of the season for K-State, and the last one was against South Dakota. Not the top top 10 Oklahoma State Cowboys. Not those guys. Those guys are definitely not getting shut out in Manhattan. Zero points. They looked horrible. They looked terrible. K-State looked incredible. If you're a TCU fan, Tell me you're not worried. Tell me you aren't worried about this team. With a starting quarterback hurt, Adrian Martinez, K-State comes in and delivers, answers the call. Everybody worried. This game had to be a win. It absolutely had to be a win. K-State now has an opportunity to play Texas, who, let's be honest, Texas is just Texas this year. It's weird. They've been a good team. They've been a terrible team. I'm hoping we see the terrible team, but I am not I am not worried. John Cena style, you can't see me at this point if you're K-State. This team plays with so much heart, so much emotion, and so much passion every single game. I'd like to know how long OSU fans stayed at this game. When do you leave? Do you leave at halftime? Do you get out of there, you know, six minutes in the second quarter when you're down 28-0? When do you leave this game? That's a survey I'd like to pitch. When did OSU fans leave the K-State game? I, for one... Felt pretty good going into this game. Will Howard looked great against TCU. And we talked about it a little bit last week. Will Howard played really well, but then dropped the ball late. There was no slowing down of K-State the entire game. Deuce Vaughn looked like God. If this offense is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, all of them play for K-State. This was incredible. And let me also say one thing that every other team in the country doesn't have going for them. K-State has taken the two single coldest photographs of a quarterback in the entire country this year. And it's been Will Howard sitting on the top of the fans as fans rushed the field, stormed the field. And let me add, we did not tear down any field goal posts. Thank you, Manhattan. Rushed the field and carried Will Howard off the field. Second photo, Adrian Martinez taking a bow after his fourth touchdown against OU. Is K-State the greatest team of all time? Because that's what it feels like right now. I am over the moon as a fan, as a fan of Big 12 football, as a fan of K-State. This is incredible. You want to talk about a response. You lose the TCU and it sucks. It broke my heart. You come back and murder OSU, murder a top 10 team. 
K-State jumps from 22nd to 13th ranked. Which, you know, I, I kind of figured they wouldn't be a top 10 team after this week. Boy, they deserve to be right now. They look so good. Will Adrian Martinez play next week? Who knows? At this point, toss Will Howard, toss Adrian Martinez out, K-State's winning. Cats by 90, baby. Cats by a million. This game was flawless. We'll get a little bit into it here in a second. But for the moment, I am over the moon about K-State football. So it's no secret that K-State played incredible football. So today, I think we're going to start with the bad things. Let you know the bad things about this game. Nothing. There is no bad cat this week. Instead of my usual 3-3 three and three breakdown of three positive things and three negative things about the K-State game, I'm going to reward you with five good cats this week. Five good things about K-State football. If you're a first-time listener of the podcast, I usually will do a breakdown where I give you 3-3. Three and three. Today, I'm going 5-0. Five good things about K-State football, starting with number one, Will Howard. I want to take you through his story a little bit. This guy goes to college based off where Chris Kleiman decided he's going to coach. In an interview last season, Will Howard reveals, hey, my favorite player of all time is Carson Wentz. He looked incredible coming out of North Dakota State. Guess what? That's where our little friend Chris Kleiman is coaching. So you're a kid in high school. You're watching your favorite player look like a god in college. Who's the one responsible for this? That's where I want to play. I want to go see that guy. That guy follows Hall of Fame coach Bill Snyder out and accepts a job at K-State. That's exactly where I'm going to go play college football. Will Howard gets to K-State. Not the starter. You have to sit behind 37th-year quarterback Skylar Thompson at K-State. I think technically it was a 6th-year, 7th-year quarterback because with the COVID thing, there's a lot of hoops to jump through. Sit behind Skylar Thompson. Skylar Thompson gets cheap-shotted in that Texas Tech game, goes down, misses weeks. Will Howard, hey, it's your time to go, bud. Let's go. Let's get you in the field. Let's get you going. Through all the details, Will Howard looked great at times. He looked like God himself. And the next week, he looked like he shouldn't be playing football at all. I don't know how it happened. Will Howard had so many ups and downs at this point. Season ends, K-State, you know, whatever. Skylar Thompson declares for the NFL draft, gets drafted by the Miami Dolphins. Am I the next man up? Am I, am I starting quarterback? Nope. Adrian Martinez then announces his transfer from Nebraska to K-State. All right, okay. I get to sit behind another guy, learn a little bit more. We'll see what happens. Martinez starts the year off hot, lights it up, and is a Heisman candidate. Heisman watch list. All right, hey, let's go. Cats are rolling. I'm not worried. I don't need to play. I'm not going to force anything. I'm going to sit and watch. Martinez goes down in the Iowa State game, played the final game, played the entire game against Iowa State, but did get hurt and re-aggravates his injury against TCU, a game you need to win. Will Howard called on again. Plays an absolute legendary first half. Fades out a little bit in the second half, whatever, I understand. We all know what happened. Then, when things look terrible to be a K-State fan, you go from on top of the moon to beneath the gutters. OSU comes to town. 50,000 fans screaming in Manhattan. Will Howard goes and plays the game of his life. This kid's toughness and reserve for the game of football blows my mind. And in a post-game interview, highlights the exact thing that matters. Talks about his starting quarterback, sits behind him and says, hey, this is a great guy to learn from. Talks about the fans. I love this university. I love this college. This is where I belong. And delivers the game of his life. In my opinion, this is the greatest football game I've ever watched from K-State. This blows my mind. I am so thrilled to see this. Will Howard deserves so much respect. This kid is tough. He's a competitor. And he'll get his shot when the time's right. 
Burnell, he is rolling, and I am so grateful to have a mature second-string quarterback ready to answer that call. Thank you, Will Howard. Good cat number two. K-State's receivers started the season as Toyota Corollas, and boy, they are Ferraris right now. This game was incredible. Every game we've watched so far with K-State, the receivers have made plays, and even on their big days have been a little bit underwhelming. There's been a little bit of a, you know, I don't have that much confidence in these guys. Let me run you through what happened against OSU. Malik Knowles, 8 catches, 113 yards, averaging 15 yards, 14.1, sorry, the analytics side of me came in. Cade Warner, 5 catches, 97 yards, 2 scores, 19.4 yards, a completion. Phillip Brooks, 2 big catches, 41 yards, a score, 20 and a half yards a catch. Ben Sennett, 1 catch, 25 yards, hey, we'll take it. Deuce Vaughn, 4 of 18, and a score through the air. DJ Giddens had a catch for two yards, but I'm going to highlight it. These guys are playing with passion. You saw it last week. The receivers stepped up against TCU. Cade Warner absolutely mosses a scrub for TCU. Puts a big score on the board right when Will Howard gets in the game. That team didn't lose a step. The receivers are here. They are hitting the ground running. And Malik Knowles, I don't know how he does it. This guy goes from... All right, I haven't seen this guy in a few weeks, to the best player in the Big 12 in one day. It is amazing to watch. I am so happy to see how the receivers are playing, and I am proud of how they performed this weekend. Cade Warner, Malik Knowles, Phillip Brooks, thank you. You played phenomenal. You helped the quarterback get his confidence, maintain the confidence, and deliver the game of the year. Who's talking about K-State now versus last week? You're seeing comments from guys who have toured K-State say, this is a receiver's dream. This offense is a receiver's dream. We'll talk about that here in a few minutes. I am so thrilled with where this receiver group is, where the unit's at right now, and where we're going. Big time showing for the receivers. Good cat number three. Is this defense the 85 Bears? How is K-State's defense murdering everybody? This team is incredible from the ground up. Josh Hayes, Kobe Savage, Julius Brents, Echo Boydo, that secondary is incredible. But nobody's talking about it. Nobody's saying anything about it. The two guys who transferred here, Kobe Savage, Josh Hayes, are playing incredible football every single week in big moments. These guys continually deliver for K-State. I am so thrilled with how that secondary is playing. Let's talk about the other positions. Let's talk about the linebackers. Daniel Green, sideline to sideline, is a monster. One of the best players in the entire Big 12 when he's healthy. He was a little banged up this week. Couldn't go. It's okay. It's whatever. He's still a monster. Nick Allen, the guy who's played for 38 years for K-State, continues to play well. The senior presence is there. Austin Moore, a walk-on guy who receives a scholarship and then plays Big 12 award-winning football. Sincere Mason, big day. Kobe Savage, I mentioned that. Khalid Duke. I don't know if you've heard that name. Felix and Yudike Uzama. I don't know if you've heard that name. Khalid Duke misses the first half after his targeting call in the second half of the TCU game. And we're sitting there 35-0, already winning the game at halftime by that much? And you're saying, oh yeah, here's another player that's going to destroy the game. Here's another game wrecker. Welcome back. Felix, at this point, making a case for a top 10 draft pick, top 5 draft pick in the NFL draft. That guy plays for K-State? Really? He can't be that good. I haven't seen his game. Look at any single game. This defense is incredible. 
every single position. Then you want to talk about the nose tackles. Everybody on the D-line is good. Eli Huggins, I don't know how he does it. He murders everybody he's lined up with. He's made some tough plays this season. Had a couple of offsides calls. He's having a great season. I don't even have to mention the name Jalen Pickle. That guy's also balling out. Everyone on this team can make a play at any moment. K-State's defense... K-State's defense is making a case to be the best unit in the Big 12. This defense just shut out a top 10 team in the country. Show me another team that's done that this season. Show me this big of a blowout win from another defense where nothing ever happens. No momentum. Massive, massive play from K-State defense. Let's talk about something else. Good cat number four. I think that's how that works. I think that's how the numbers work. I forget already. How about K-State putting on a performance to get every recruit in the country to wear purple? Let's talk about this. Former Colorado commit receiver, 6'1 receiver, kid's a stud, Wesley Watson, commits to Colorado. Okay, sure. Well, I I don't know how how sure I am about that. Let me take some time. Let me look around and see what I can see. Maybe I'll I'll go to K-State's game for this uh, homecoming game against OSU. Should be a good football game. Absolute murder. Guys here for one weekend. Today, Monday, announces a decommitment from Colorado. Then is quoted saying that this offense is a receiver's paradise. It doesn't matter who's playing quarterback for you. If it's Will Howard, he's going to throw for 304 scores. Adrian Martinez looks amazing. Oh, did I mention Avery Johnson? Four-star recruit? Top 10 quarterback recruit in the entire country? Did I mention that guy's going to be here? K-State is playing football that everyone is watching. All these guys that are juniors, seniors, in high schools, anywhere in the, mid- in the middle of America, anywhere across the country, is looking at K-State saying, wait, they've made 3,000 straight bowl games? Wait a minute, they, they, wait a minute. They've won eight or more games for the last 15 years? And they've got Chris Kleiman, no coaching issues, no coaching drama? The offensive coordinator is Colin Klein, one of the greatest players in K-State history. That guy's calling plays? Why would I not want to be there? Speaking on Wesley Watson's situation, Colorado has been losing historically bad. If you haven't seen the numbers, this might be the worst college football season in 100 years. That is not hyperbole. Check that out. K-State's playing good enough football to steal recruits, to get people to look at this. Don't even mention, if they win the Big 12, if they find a way to get to the Sugar Bowl, anything up there, the Alamo Bowl put on a great performance, Cheez-It Bowl, K-State is making a play for the future of this program. And last but not least, I I don't know if you guys can hear that. Something's ringing. I I feel a little bit of buzz in here. Is that the Big 12 title? Is that calling me right now? Are you kidding me? This team, no, 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 it can't be these guys. TCU's 8-0. They're they're a good team. Come on. K-State just put on the performance of the year for any college football team. There's an argument to be made, I'm sure. I know Tennessee beating Alabama was massive. K-State went out there and obliterated the OSU Cowboys, a top 10 team in the country. The team that said, all right, hey, we can still contest for this title. Let's beat TCU. We'll be good. Let's go. Let's go. If OSU beats K-State here, it's a different narrative. The Wildcats showed up, showed out, and boy, that Big 12 title's calling. I would hate to be Texas right now, standing in the way. Nobody will be in the way. You get a healthy Adrian Martinez out there and a hungry defense with a chip on their shoulder bigger than the boulder they already have. You want to tell me that team is going to play for the Big 12 title? This defense that shut out two teams on the season and kept opponents under 20 points on average? You want to talk about that team? Do you want to play that team? I don't want to play that team. 
okay, hey, starting quarterback's out. We'll be okay. You want to play that team? Will Howard's out there? I don't think so. I think the Big 12 is getting put on blast right now, watching K-State play football. The Wildcats are ready. This is the year. I am selling my soul for this one. I am in. K-State has a great opportunity to do something special, regardless of who's playing. K-State's team is built for this. If I'm a TCU fan, I'm worried because they did not play their best game. K-State did not play their best against you and still was up 28 at one point. Still was up 28-13, 28-10, excuse me. I mean, K-State didn't play their best game. They lost their starting quarterback and still was up 18 points over TCU. I am terrified of that team, especially after this week. That's a massive win for K-State. Looking ahead at this weekend, the Wildcats take on Texas. On the road, yep, I get it. The Texas Longhorns are favored by two and a half. I am not betting against K-State. That is a horrible decision. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but this K-State team is hungry and ready to win. Texas hasn't looked like themselves. I know they played good football. I know Quinn Ewers has been a Heisman candidate. There's some really great players on that team, really great commits. K-State is ready, is ready for the challenge. This is going to be a great game. I, for one, happen to know there's at least 10 or 12 K-State fans that are going to be there. At least a few, just a couple handful. That fan, that stadium is going to feel purple. I would bet I would bet it's going to be pretty heavily K-State. I'm not going to say that they're, they're going to be the dominating factor. Texas fans still go. There is something about this team in the middle of Kansas that brings fans all over to watch. This is an exciting team. K-State is ready for this. This is their moment, and everybody in that locker room feels this way. Chris Kleiman, Will Howard, Adrian Martinez, Deuce Vaughn. Who is going to show up and show out this season? Do you have more faith in Texas? The team that lost to Alabama by a point? That was a, big, that was a big day. Ewers gets hurt. I know. Whatever. The team that's lost inopportune games. They've still got a chance here. You know, Texas might just, you know, maybe Texas in the Big 12 has a chance to do something. Are you sure? Do you think they're going to beat this team that just obliterated OSU? Really? There is no way. I mean, I understand. 5-3 team, I get it. Baylor's a 5-3 team. They look pretty solid. OU, who has been terrible in Big 12 play. 5-3 this season. KU, injured quarterback, 5-3 this season. Somewhere in the mix, you're going to toss one of those teams in there? If you genuinely think the Texas Longhorns win this week, I don't follow the logic. I don't see it. I don't believe it. Texas currently sitting in 5th in the Big 12. I get it. You lose to that team, OSU, 41-34. That team that just got shut out by about 50 points. You lose to those guys? All right, okay, I understand. You know what, hey, let's go. They suffered the Iowa State bug, I get it. Three-point game, everybody plays Iowa State close for some reason, but Iowa State loses. Great defense, sure. They shut out OU, so I can't really use the shutting out OSU argument if I'm not at least including that. But who wins in that game, OSU-OU? Who's a better team? I think I know the answer to that one, but that's okay. Texas beats West Virginia 38-20. Loses to Texas Tech in OT by a field goal. Those guys? No. This team is ready. It's ready to go. K-State's got it. It doesn't matter who's at the quarterback position. This team is going to be hungry and ready to go. Give me the Wildcats plus two and a half. This team is ready to go. It doesn't matter who's playing quarterback. Adrian Martinez, Will Howard, whoever is there, give me the Cats plus two and a half on the road. I just want to give this one a little PSA. I'll take it a little easy. I know I've been getting excited here. Here's a PSA for you. If you're a K-State fan, if you're listening to this podcast, why not take a look around? Why not look how bright and sunny it is outside? 
how all the trees, all the leaves are changing, everything's beautiful. This is the moment to be present in. K-State has a big future this season. This could put a lot, a lot of things in motion for the Cats in the future. New recruits coming through. This is going to be a different team every year. K-State, K-State fans, you deserve it. This team, this passionate fan base, everyone deserves it. You cannot tell me that every player in that locker room doesn't resemble the city of Manhattan. That collective energy everyone feels watching K-State, that's my team. Be glad you're a part of that team. Be glad you're a fan of that team. I am so grateful to have you on board on the boat. If you're just jumping on, I get it. I understand. I get if you're jumping on the bandwagon late. We've got a spot for you. We'll hold it for you. We've got your seat warm. I think there might even be seat heated. We've got your spot ready for you. Go Cats. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Everything Ema podcast presented by the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. I am your over-the-moon excited host, Joe Tillery. Thank you for listening.